Welcome to the Worshipped Woman Podcast. I am your host, Kelly Kristen. I am a life and relationship coach, deep healing facilitator, and subconscious change expert. On this podcast, we will dive deep into personal growth, transformation, and relationships, releasing patterns of toxicity, codependency, and people-pleasing as we explore what it means to be the worshipped woman. If you are ready to heal, embody your worth, and raise your standards in life and love, you are in the right place. I am so happy to have you here. Now, let's get started. Hello, sisters. Welcome back to the Worshipped Woman podcast. I'm so very excited that you are here with me today. I have some amazing episodes coming for you. And today we are talking all about something that I think is very important. I have been seeing this theme with a lot of my clients lately and anytime I feel like I see something come up over and over again I'm like the collective needs to hear this the collective needs me to speak on this so here we are thank you for being here and today we are talking all about something that is very damaging that happens inside of toxic relationships and if you are not aware of this happening it can make you absolutely feel like a crazy person. And so when working with the women that I do, inevitably, so many of them come to this point where they're learning and they're growing things and they say to me, but Kelly, what if I'm the toxic one? What if it's me? And so I want you to think about that for a second, if you've ever asked yourself that. What if I'm the toxic one? And I want to start to say, like, I don't ever want to come from the place where, you know, women good, men bad, or that's not the conversations that we have here. This, the things that I do just bring awareness to dynamics. It's not even about the other person being a bad, terrible person. And I just normally speak in heterosexual terms because I am a heterosexual woman and my experience is a woman being with men. So it's not about all women being great and men being bad. I love men. I'm with a lovely man right now that I think is absolutely amazing. So I I don't ever want you to get the message like, oh, you know, all men are bad or all men are toxic. I mean, that is just not what this is about at all. Okay. And in toxic relationships, it takes two to tango, right? There is not like, you're not this little perfect angel that always acted amazingly well and was just this perfect little thing. And this other person was just this terrible, horrible human being. In toxic relationships, it takes two to tango. It takes two people to be in this toxic dynamic, to be in this toxic cycle. But I want to bring some distinctions here because when I talk to these women, a lot of times they're coming from abusive relationships. Abuse is about power and control. When somebody is trying to have power and control over you, that is abuse, either physically, emotionally, mentally. If someone is trying to have power or control over you, 
that is abusive, okay? So when we get into these toxic relationship dynamics, oftentimes toxic people will do something that's called blame shifting. This is really crazy making, okay? This is where you come out of a conversation with somebody where you're approaching them, you know that they did something wrong, and you feel you're approaching them about it, okay? And you come out of the conversation and you feel like it was your fault. (laughs) There is a lot of blame shifting that happened in that. This is something that emotionally abusive people will do to make it seem like everything is your fault, to make it seem like you are the crazy one, to make it seem like all of the problems are yours. This is something that is done to keep power and control over you. So what what does blame shifting sound like? Well, blame shifting sounds like, Well, I wouldn't have to lie to you if you didn't make such a big deal about everything. God, what is wrong with you? Everything's always such a big deal to you. Do you see that that person who is ever saying something like that is completely not taking responsibility for themselves, not taking responsibility for the lie that they just got caught in, but is saying what something's wrong with you. Okay. Another thing could be saying something, you know, you are in an argument of some kind and you're you're arguing them about something it doesn't matter what it is and then all of a sudden it's like oh my gosh you're crazy you have mental issues what is wrong with you and again this is typically something you know the conversation that turned into an argument was something around them like you could have maybe even been asking some questions about something that they did that was questionable and then all of a sudden you're the crazy person, you're the psycho, it's it's all about you and how terrible you are. Now, here's the thing. When things like this happen over and over again, right? Or when somebody tells you that their behavior, okay, this is another big blame shifting, that anything that they do is because of you, that's blame shifting, okay? Gosh, if you weren't such a bitch, I wouldn't have to act this way. God, if you weren't so terrible, I wouldn't have to be like this. If you weren't this way, I wouldn't have to be that way. That's blame shifting. That's somebody saying, hey, I'm going to take absolutely zero responsibility for anything that I've done. And I'm going to blame you for it, okay? That's the root of blame shifting. But when this is happening, and it's happening in subtle ways and it's happening very often and it's happening inside of a relationship where we are really trying to make it work we're trying to you know receive the love that we want when we're inside of this dynamic when we're in that we don't really recognize that that's what's happening and what ends up happening is after we get told this over and over and over again we start thinking well you know what maybe I am the crazy one well you know what maybe I shouldn't act that way you know what? Maybe it is me. But this is the result of abuse over time. This is the result of coercion. It's not to say that you acted perfectly. It's not to say that you maybe didn't blow up. And so with that, I want to talk about something that's called reactive abuse. This is a massive manipulation that people are abusive will do. Reactive abuse is essentially when you react to abuse that you have been enduring, okay? And that can be emotional abuse. That can be coercive abuse, right? So if somebody has been demeaning you, if somebody's been 
belittling you, if somebody's been treating you badly for a while, and then all of a sudden you snap, right? Like let's say that whoever you're with cheated on you and you find out and then they like blame you for it and then you get mad and you get into this huge fight and then the next thing you know, you are slamming you know, throwing dishes on the floor and breaking stuff in the house and and going all out crazy. That is reactive abuse. You are reacting to the abuse that you have been enduring. This is a mobilized sympathetic nervous system response. Okay. It's a fight response from our nervous system that says like, I can't take this anymore. We explode. There's other ways that we can do a lot of different things. It's essentially you acting out of character. Now, I'm not saying that you're not responsible for how you act because you are, but this is a survival response to the abuse that you have been experiencing. And if you are with somebody who is a narcissist or somebody who is emotionally abusive, they will oftentimes push you to that place on purpose so that they can then turn around and say, you are the crazy one. See, I told you. They may even do this in public places where they push you and they push you and they push you in certain ways that they know are really going to press you because they know how to press you. They're going to do it on purpose so that maybe you blow up in public. So that maybe then they could say, see, you're crazy and now everybody else knows you're crazy too. Because everybody else that was at that party or whatever, they didn't see all the other stuff leading up to that. All they see is you blowing up and you freaking out, okay? That is reactive abuse. It's what happens when your nervous system is in a survival state for a really long time. And that's called the fight response, right? We have got fight, we've got flight, we've got fawn. We've got a couple others that I'm not going to talk about right now. But that's a fight response. That's actually a normal and natural response from your nervous system when you've been pressed so much. So is that abusive? Well, it depends what you did. Did you harm this other person? That could, these things could technically be abusive. But if you were not in that situation, if you were not pressed to that point, would you have acted that way? Is that like your normal day-to-day acting or is it incredibly out of character for you? Because chances are if you're listening to this podcast and you're doing the work on yourself, that's probably pretty out of character for you and you feel guilty about it. You feel bad about it. You are the one questioning, am I the toxic one? Am I the abusive one? So hopefully you're starting to put some dots together here because And when you don't know this, this is one of those really damaging narratives within the relationship. Because if you start to believe you are the crazy one, you are the toxic one, well, then it just puts you further and further into believing that you deserve the bad treatment that you've been getting. It puts you further and further into the self-image of somebody who deserves that. And that's the problem. And that's why. They do it because they want to keep you in that cycle. They want to have power over you. They want to have control over you. That's 
at the center, that's at the core of abusive and highly toxic relationships is power and control. So there may be things that you do have to look at within yourself. You might need to rectify some of the things that you've done and really looked at how you've acted and start questioning, well, if you're still dealing with that, if you're still very reactive, what needs to change within yourself? Can you learn how to respond to things rather than react? If you have to be around that person still or if you have to be in that relationship, well, you're going to need to learn how to respond to things and not react to them. But you're also going to need to learn to stand up for yourself in ways that are rooted in the truth, that are rooted in personal responsibility. Because the people that are doing the blame shifting, that is like the opposite of personal responsibility. Nothing is their fault. Nothing is about them. It's always about everybody else. And that's not a fun relationship to be in. I'm going to do another podcast breaking down what I feel are the most important components of a healthy relationship. And I will tell you that somebody who takes personal responsibility for themselves is probably number one. And when you're on the other side of that or when you start to notice this is what's happening, it's really just, it's like a joke. Like why, why are you putting up with that behavior? You don't have to. You don't have to. You can choose to take personal responsibility for yourself and what you deserve and what you get to have. And the truth is, is that you deserve better than somebody blaming you for things, than somebody putting you down, than somebody telling you that you're crazy when they act out of line. That's just no way to live your life. But it starts with taking that on yourself, looking, getting honest, What is my relationship like? Is this the relationship that I want to exist in? Is this the place that I want to live in? Is this the woman that I want to be? And taking control over your own life and power over your own life so that you can make decisions that are good for you. And if you are in a place where you're feeling guilty for how you acted or you're really questioning this, am I the toxic one? I just want you to... Forgive yourself for how you act when you're in survival mode. Because when you know better, you can do better. But until you know better and until you figure out what's going on and until you can zoom out and see what's happening, it's really hard to do better. So I just want you to give yourself some grace, some compassion as you become the person that you want to be because that's really what it's all about. I hope that this was a helpful episode for you. If it was, and if you feel like somebody else needs to hear it, I ask that you please, please share it. As always, if you want to share it on Instagram, I'll be so grateful. You can just take a screenshot, tag me at Miss MS Kelly Kristen. 
And if you love this podcast and you want to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, I would be so, so grateful for that. Thank you so much for being here. I love you guys. I'll talk to you soon.